destruction If you didn't know the bad boys are radio Each and every sport back and forth stay discussing Our combos on point while others stay struggling If you don't know better find out main event Here to prove a point number one best believe that Don't turn the dial from the main event Don't turn the dial from the main event Don't turn the dial from the main event From the main event Cause all other shows are irrelevant And welcome in to the main event sports show Derby City Game Day Live is going down Wake up 502 Main event sports show coming to you live Of course this is your man Rashawn Myers In studio as always with the main event crew My man William Wright What's up man? <laughs> the crowd goes wild <laughs> And the architect himself Aisha the Izzo, Haven Harrington the third, uh, as I like to call him, Haven Harrington Jr. Jr. Haven, how you doing? Doing good, my friend. Doing good. Man, hey, I tell you what, what a day, what a night last night. Louisville Live, it went down. I know everybody is. Everybody says, you know, Haven, of course, will be the first one to tell you. It's football season. It's time to pay attention to football. But guess what? Basketball owned the city last night. Louisville Live, it went down. 4th Street Live, uh, the second rendition of Louisville Live and what a night it was. Uh, Main Event Sports uh, was on hand. Of course, my man William Wright was out there taking in the ambiance and the uh, prestige of what was um, the feature opening event for the University of Louisville men's basketball program, yes, along indeed. with the women's program as well. Jeff Walls oh, and the ladies coming out. Program. Uh, getting it. They was yeah, getting it out there on the dance floor, the women it? sold out, yeah. <laughs> but um, William, uh, you know, since you were out there firsthand, of course, I, I was out and about the town following everything, but I unfortunately was not able to get down there to the event. Um, if you could just kind of talk about the atmosphere oh, and the just atmosphere what, what you thought last was night. was insane, okay? Um it was it was kind of uh, I don't I don't know how to put it into into a specific word, but the the attitude of the fans, the attitude of the players and of the staff, as well as the uh, the the businesses down there that were facilitating this man, it was insane. Everybody was all in. Uh, it was exciting. Uh, I had my son with me. He really really enjoyed it. So it was very kid friendly. It was a family friendly event. You know they had a lot of things they were giving out. These little U of L. Uh, um, wristbands, not not wristbands, but they look they look like a Fitbit, but it had the uh, the Cardinal logo on it. Oh, nice! And they had they were controlling it some kind of way, so it would light up a certain color as certain things were happening during the event. It, oh, wow. I was, man, That's it was dope. real sharp. So every, everybody's would be lighting up the same color everywhere. You know, and some people had like five or six on each arm because they were giving them away free. And you, you know, people, you know, <laughs> so some people had them all up and down their arm. You know, uh, it, it was real. It was real fun. That's another thing. You could tell that the, the, the teams are enjoying themselves, the women's team, the men's team, uh, and they put on a show. You know, they weren't just there uh, to be celebrated. They gave us something as well. Uh, the women's team had a, a skills challenge yes. as well as a three-point competition. The men's team had a three-point competition and a dunk contest. So uh, the coaches spoke. The leather jacket that Chris Mack had on last night, my man, Oh my god, it was hard body. Do you hear me? Word. Oh my gosh, yo, this leather jacket was serious. So and a lot of people were talking about it. We were, me and my son were sitting on the uh, patio of the pizza bar, and uh, and they they actually had a uh, a screen there, right there on the patio, a monitor as well. You could see the big screen that they they have up there in the center of Fourth Street Live, and you could see the rim from where we were sitting at too. Uh, but you couldn't actually see the court. Um, yeah, it, it was it was very very exciting and uh, and live. Uh, you know, no pun intended, but it was a very live event. You know, you could feel the event, you could feel the excitement uh, for what's what's to come for these teams. Yeah, and I tell you what, the thing I love about it is you know the interactivity between the university, uh, the coaches, the players, the staff, and the fans. Uh, and I, you know, this is this was the brainchild of. Uh, not only the University, University of Louisville uh, kind of advertising and marketing group, but also uh, Chris Mack. And he wanted to do right. something different. And I don't know who came up with 
uh, you know, Fourth Street Live is a venue, but I think it just because you have to pack everybody in there so tight, even right. though, you know, you're not going to do what certain schools do where, you know, you have people camping out all night. But when you get a smaller venue like that and then just pack it in with as many fans as possible, uh, it makes it feel larger than life. Right. Uh, and then when you have so many amazing dignitaries come out, Angel McCautry, um, the GOAT of the women's basketball program yes, was there last night. Spider, Donovan Mitchell. Spider Mitchell. Spider Mitchell was oh, in the boy. building. Spider-Man was in the building when last they, night. Man, when they introduced him, okay, because they had these, uh, like, backdrops for each person that would come in, right? Yes. So before you could actually see him, and he was a, he was a judge for the dunk contest. Yes. And he was also a prop, and, you know, a few people used him for a prop doing it. Or, or he assisted a few people with their dunks, I should say. And uh, his backdrop pops up, and you see the spider logo, and people went crazy do you hear me <laughs> it was it was insane uh because they you know they knew he was there at that point and then but everybody was like is he really here is he really here did he comes walking down the ramp it was it was pretty it was pretty dope man and not only do you have spider in the building last night of course you have the greatest of all time daryl griffith the griff the the, the house that Dr. Griff Duck built. And Stein. The, the man who got the whole yes, thing indeed. started the man who guaranteed the national championship uh, daryl griffith was in the building the other utah jazz hall of famer and great Dope you know, connection. Hey, I, I forgot that connection. That's there. right. That's right. He's oh, got yeah, his, his oh, number yeah. hanging up in the rafters yes, out there indeed. in Utah. So you had we're not talking about the fact that him and him and uh, yeah, Spider are both absolutely. Utah Jazz. No, oh. I, had, I had made. I had Salt Lake City together. loves Louisville, Kentucky. I'm, I'm sure. gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you that I'm right sure. now. Uh, but of course, Griff was in the building last night, and then of course uh, the young up and coming rap superstar Jack Harlow uh, was in the building last oh, night. Oh, but we as would well. be remiss. Not to mention the fact that Denny Crum was also oh, in the building. Oh, of course. I mean, Denny, Denny, Denny is Crum, the, man, I mean, the originator. Yes, absolutely. indeed. The man who got his Presiding started. over all the proceedings. He was up in the balcony looking down over it, man. And that was a, 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 that was a nice uh, a dedication to him, too. Absolutely. And uh, the crowd, you know, kind of. You know, I'm just happy that Louisville has finally, finally decided to put on like an, an event like this for the basketball well, team. Well, yes. Because all those years that Rick was there, Rick was right. all about uh, we just need a regular practice. Well, you know, and yeah, you had, you know, Calipari down there having like Drake and right. all those guys well, and having like the and, show. And, and, and as you all know, I, I'm I am a coach's fan, and everybody who knows me well knows that. That's who I follow. I, I I'm not a UK fan, but I am very much a John Calipari fan. You know, it's uh because he does those type of things that other people don't think to do, and then everybody else is just following his lead. So yes, Calipari has been doing this for uh, quite a while. Uh, things like this, or even things you know, much bigger than this. He brought Showtime LA to Lexington. You know, it's uh, and every and people know me well. That's why I like pro sports better is because of the entertainment factor. So I have been, you know, a reluctant UK hater at times because I it's like this is something I would love to like. But I just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I just can't do it. Well, I think Coach Patino so. was always more about the basketball and the X's and O's. And the things that got him excited was setting the pick properly and then rolling to the basket. Yeah, yeah. Or giving the spacing. Oh, like, yes. That's what yeah, got I, him excited. So when you came to his, I remember he had matinee madness. Oh. Uh, you know, when he first got here, where Louisville had their basketball practice at like 12 in the afternoon. And everybody else, like, can, you know, UK's down the road and they have lights and they have Drake and they have all this stuff going on. And, you know, you we're know, just watching like, Louisville. You know, Coach Patino's explaining, you know, the, the weave concept. Right. And everybody's like, well, you know, the basketball's good, but. You got to have the show with it, and, and I think that sports you know, are good, but you have to have the show. It's got to be in this day and age. You I mean, have to you have had, the show. You know, with Roy it. Williams last night doing the, uh, he was line dancing. They did the you electric can't, slide. Can't, Roy Williams doing the electric slide last night. That was like the slowest, and like was, I know they were trying to get excited about it, but, but you know. But you could tell he practiced. I mean, <laughs> oh, you absolutely. You can tell this guy been practicing. He was counting all steps, week, brother. But let's believe it. One, two, three, four, skip. Turn step. No, nah, he was doing a uh, country line two step. Man, dance. that was the electric y'all missed slide. No, nah, y'all beep, missed electric it. Nah, slide. Nah, nah, nah. He said, <laughs> <laughs> it was, "Hey, but you know what? I give Roy he said, credit. Go get it, go get know, it." I'm just glad to see Coach Williams out there because you know he's been dealing with some some you know some sicknesses and illnesses. Right. And we, he's been known to have vertigo and fall out. So at least he can still get out and dance. He was out nice. there cutting the rug. So, you know. Yeah, I slow down on the electric slide if you yeah. get that vertigo, no ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm out there dancing. But, hey, he, he made shots it. of Hennessy. Sit right, out there. Right. Get them going. And the thing I love about it, you know, Kentucky, Indiana, 
uh, you know, this area of the country. This is the home and, and the breadbasket of basketball. So I was so excited to get it back. Everybody is back in full swing. Um, you know, of course, the University of Louisville holds this as their elite uh, recruiting tool, uh, you know, for Generation Next, for the next group of recruits that they want to come and become uh, Louisville Cardinal basketball players. And, of course, uh, keeping in that um, tradition, there were a ton of big-time recruits last night. Everybody remembers that uh, bringing home Aiden Gahan, uh, this was how they got it done. The Irish Hulk, they, they brought him out there. They had the Irish flags flying. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that, that was huge last year. And this year, that event got so much pub the previous season that both Duke and North Carolina pretty much threatened kids that they were recruiting that, look, we need you to go ahead and commit now. We don't want you going to Louisville to Louisville. All right, yeah, <laughs> I don't do you that. Know, I mean, like, it was legit, and I know a lot of Louisville fans have been upset this week and, you know, kind of upset that, you know, Duke and uh, UNC and, and UK were are really trying to put these presses on these kids not coming to this event. But to me, you need to take that as a sign of uh, respect. That's a sign of pride. Oh, definitely. That's definitely. a sign of respect that, you know, Louisville Live is getting so much pub, you got other coaches worried about this. So if you're worried about that, it's fine. DJ Stewart, great basketball player, committed to the uh, – to Duke University, um, he he decided to go ahead and make that move. Caleb Love um, looks like he's going to probably commit to UNC and decided he wasn't going to come for Louisville Live. But I love it because if you're already in these coaches' heads right now, right, then that bodes well moving forward. Chris Mack is just getting started I here hope at the so. University yes, of Louisville, indeed. so you know I, it was a great event. Jay Scrub, uh, the native Louisvilleian, uh, my, my nephew, of course, he's a, he's been on joined us on a main event sports yes, show indeed. Um, on the podcast uh, on the podcast over there at Tunerville Tavern. Uh, he was there last night on his official vi- uh, visit. J- uh, Jamin Brakefield, um, another 2020 target, was there as well. Christian Lander, a five star point guard from the class of 2021, was there, and then just a uh, you know large group of unofficial visitors. We had Jethro uh, Muscadin, a big man from Aspire Academy. Uh, he was there last night, another 2020 big man, about 6'10 or so athletic big guy, J.J. Trainer, uh, the son of former uh, University of Louisville basketball player um, uh, J- uh, Jason, Jason Osborne. Osborne. He was in the building last night. Trey Kaufman, Bryce Hopkins, Zion Harmon. Um, uh, there was a couple of kids, Malachi Brandon and uh, AJ Casey, that weren't able to make it. They're a couple of five stars in the 21 and 22 classes, respectively. So, they weren't able to make it, but it was huge. What we're trying to say, Louisville fans, don't worry about it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I know you guys were bummed out about missing the two big stars, one going to Duke, one going to North Carolina. That's fine. You know what? We still have a ton of Huge. talent Huge. coming we do. in. We do. And we have a stock team. We do. And so we, while we're, we're talking about fine. this event still, and uh, feel free to give us a call at 502-8150-939 or drop us a text, 502-3831-939. We got a couple of people chiming in on the text line. Uh, the first one is I, I got it that hits us off each week. Don't turn the dial from the main event. We appreciate that one every time around, every time. Around. But we got someone else uh, chiming in about Louisville Live. And Big Blue Madness, he said Cal didn't bring that to UK Big Blue Madness. He said it was a spectacle before Cal. Rick brought the Hollywood to it. What do y'all have to say about that? Oh, yeah. Mark, I mean, uh, Midnight Madness was uh, Rick's brainchild. Uh, Rick's the guy who originated that. The thing that Cal did was he took it to a whole different level. When he brought Drake out and, you you know, you you got uh, John Wall doing, you know, the dance when he's coming out. Like, that took it to a whole different level. When he brought out Michael Buffer to announce. (laughs) Absolutely. Who? Michael, Michael Buffer. The, uh, let's get, get ready, ready to rumble. rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Michael yeah. Buffer. I mean, that's the voice, man. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, him come out and now. So I was like, man, Cal's <laughs> pulling like, uh, you know, all the strings. They no. should have had your man, uh, referee, what's his name? Uh, Kenny, um, the referee. Oh, you talking about yeah. the referee that makes all them faces while he's while he's ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know he's talking about. I know who you're talking about. But he was here no. for the, uh, the Holyfield event. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I know. I can't think of his name. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> he should have had him referee the game uh, but, with, but no, with, with his black gloves on yeah. <laughs> and his blue shirt. <laughs> but, I mean, Calipari um, really took it and put that show behind it. And, the, and the, you know, the recruits responded to it. And I think Louisville needed to do something in kind. And I think that Louisville Live kind of takes it to that next level. It does put more of the show behind it. It puts a lot um, of the um, – 
the ooh, the wow factor, and, and you need that. I mean, you know, when you're going out there and you're trying to recruit the best of the best, when you're talking about guys like DJ Stewart, Caleb Love, uh, Jamin Brakefield, and others, um, you need to have that something that's going to take you over the hey, top. So we, I think it was a huge success last night. We can't sit here and act like, though, that Rick Pacino didn't get the Louisville L logo tattooed on his back, though. I no, mean, no, come no, on, I man. He did. We, we can't front like, like Pacino ain't been. You know, like, you know no, what I'm saying? Mr. Burns got the L tattooed on his back. <laughs> Mr. Burns, don't do that. I mean, you know, Dude, we, have you seen his back. We, I mean, when he raised up his shirt, he was Smithers. dead like Mr. Burns. <laughs> Smithers. I mean, I, I think spots that and all. the thing about Rick is Rick has always been more about the game. He's never really been about the show. He's about the X's and O's, and I respect him. I mean, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. But you said he's the one time. that Midnight Madness was his brainchild. Absolutely. Yeah, well, so absolutely. apparently at some point, he was into that type of stuff. It was huge. He, he I was. mean, and when you can get 22,000 folks, you know, into a building for a open practice, I mean, hey. Big Blue Nation, I mean, they're, they're crazy. But so, Cal, to me, it's, you know. it's, it's bigger than big, than uh, uh, Midnight Madness or Big Blue Madness uh, with me and Calipari because of the other things that he does, yes. like the open practices with the NBA execs yes, and the GMs. NBA Combine. So, nobody you know, ever did an NBA Combine for a single nobody, team. Yeah, <laughs> nobody. I mean, so listen, the the, the, the innovation but, but is there. And I, you, know, you all know I'm not about to sit here and, 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 and give UK any type of shine. I'm talking strictly about Calipari. UK, you know, but be honest with you, though, as many guys as he's put in the NBA, he's probably the only coach, maybe outside of Coach K, that could pull that off. Right, but he's the only one that thought to do it. Yeah, I mean, he I know, and he had the idea to go and take it to that next level. He right. wanted to figure out what he was doing that nobody, what he could do that nobody else is right. doing, and figure out. But to have that feather in his cap after Chris Mack, after last night, Chris Mack in that leather jacket, yo, he's Calipari esque to me now. There you it's go. like it's like the 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 attitude that you project uh, sometimes uh, matters a lot as well. Absolutely. Even though you might not be doing, you know, certain things because, but, but let's not forget, he's the one that brought this to Louisville. Yes. You know, Louisville Live. I know we've had pep rallies and things like that down at 4th Street Live, but Louisville Live is a, is it's a, it's a whole different animal. But Chris thing. Mack also brought something else with them that Rick really didn't bring to this team. And that's attitude. Cause last night we saw that attitude on display when and, the Wayne Sun came out. Yeah. And called his shot. We're beating UK. Yeah, yeah. Well, and not and, and about attitude. I think what Haven is, is is speaking on is is and I and I kind of hate to use this term, but it's so applicable right now. The swag, you know, what I'm saying the swagger, the swagger attitude. Not just the attitude like a chip on your shoulder attitude, but they have a attitude to them. You know, they have a look to them. They They're moving edge. different. They have an edge. I like that. I mean, so, you know, Coach Matt comes out. I completely agree. He's got the, the, the leather, you know, kind of biker jacket on with the car, Duncan, Duncan Cardinal bird on the back. The sunglasses coming out. His son has the same jacket the, on. The Louisville L you on know, the front. It was the, the hard. Swag was, the, the, the swag was hard and heavy. I mean, and you need that. You know what I'm saying? The University of Louisville, um, the, you know, it's a city school. And everybody right. talks about all these, you know, these uh, programs and kind of embodying who they are. Louisville is starting to embrace who they are. Good we don't care school. if we're wearing the black, you know, the, the black hat. We don't care if we're wearing the, the leather jacket. Because we don't care if we come out with an attitude. That's what we are. That's I mean, what we so are. Yeah. Yeah. College basketball. Absolutely. And, and, and uh, you can say what you like. A lot of people are going to credit it to Kanye West. But Louisville, to me, is the reason why so many people in the city of Louisville. U of L is the reason to me why so many people in Louisville wear Adidas now. It's like Adidas is a popular thing here in the city, and I, I completely accredit that to the University hey, of Louisville. The, the, the three stripes. And you know what? Once again, you are listening to Derby City Game Day Main Event Sports Show here live, 93.9 DeVille, the Palatial Studios here in Cardinal Town. Uh, you are listening. If you want to get involved, of course, give us a call, 502-8150-939. You can also text in as well, 502-3831-939. We're going to go ahead and hit this first break, and when we come back, uh, you know, we did take the opportunity to take the trip down to Tallahassee, so we're going to kind of, you know, give your thoughts on that moving forward and much, much more here on Derby City Game Day. This is Rashawn, Haven, Will, and we'll be back. Welcome back into the main event sports show, Derby City Game Day, live here at 93.9 DeVille. Rashawn Haven will uh, taking care of you. And, uh, of course, fellas, we are very, very excited to talk about our brand new sponsor, Chef's Cuts Pizzeria. Yes, uh, indeedy, uh, greedy. Did chef, you hear me? Oh, hey, my gosh. Let me tell you something, man. Chef's Cut 
9901 C Lagrange Road, Louisville, Kentucky 40223. My man, Chef John. Mm, mm, Let me tell you mm, something mm, about mm. Chef's Cut, the home of the Kentucky Hot Brown Pizza. Yeah, I'm not stuttering. I'm not. You heard it right. Hot brown pizza. And it is literally the greatest thing that I've ever had. What about their Supreme Pizza nachos? No, no, no. Let me, let me say this, okay? Because you, you know when when, picture, when people uh, have advertisers. You all listen to radio a lot. I listen, yes. listen to radio a lot. And you hear the people on air talking about advertisers saying, well, I choose them and I go there. And, you know, and you can tell that it's kind of not always genuine. Yes. Listen, I've been going to Chef's Cut before I was even involved with main event sports. And Chef John will attest to this, okay? Yes. Uh, and I, I won't name the name of the, the, the chain in, in Chicago, but there's a, a chain in Chicago that is my favorite. And I told Chef John, I said, next to so-and-so in Chicago, yes. Chef's Cut is my favorite pizza, period. Not in Louisville. Anywhere. On the planet. Okay? When I go in there, I told him. He said, he, he knows when he sees me. It's usually around father, Father's Day. Yes. And then in December around my birthday. Because that's, I can only go like twice a year. When I go to Chef's Cut, the last time we were there, when we, when we were there together, I am just now getting back onto my <laughs> diet eating <laughs> regimen since then. And this was like a month ago. Because it... His food is so good that it, it, it I, I fall off the wagon. I'm telling if you. If that makes any sense. Wow. Dude, Chef's Cut Pizza is amazing. Their wings are out of this world. Okay. I I, I, I was planning on going back. See, that's the thing. <laughs> it's so good Watch that yourself. I want more. I have a group. I can show you right now. I, uh, uh, go on Groupon. If you, if, okay. If you want to give it a try, go on Groupon. Buy your first Groupon. And, uh, you know, go in there and give it a try. Absolutely. And uh, that way you can, you know, be assured that, okay, this is all I'm going to spend when I'm going here. I'm going to give it a try. You know, check it out. If it's good as they say it is, I'll be back. I guarantee you going back, back probably the next day. Hey, and when you get that Groupon, go on a Wednesday. It's 50 Cent Wings on Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. And let me tell you something. The Jamaican dry rub wings are outstanding. So make sure you guys go out there. They have a lunch buffet, people. <laughs> For $7 and change, you go in there and eat all the pizza and, and, and wings that you want. Ridiculous. You cannot beat it. it listen. I went in there the night before we went. I, I went in there with a friend of mine. He texts me the next day. I'm headed because he works out there, right? Yes. Right by. I'm headed back over there. I said, "Dude, <laughs> I said, listen, stop yourself while you're ahead because if not, you're gonna be wearing those uh, those khakis with the elastic band." Yeah. Away. <laughs> no. Then we we went in there a, a couple of times later. Chef said, "Yeah, he's been in here several times since then." Oh yeah, hey, and I'm he, telling he comes you. to me complaining. You Man, try it once. And oh, got uh, the pizza is amazing. It is something special about that pizza. Hey, people. I, I, and I, I digress. I, I, I have to because I never stop talking ridiculous. about it. Amazing. Hey, so make sure you go out there to Chef's Cut Pizzeria. Again, 9901C LaGrange Road. Uh, and they, Or you can, of course, give them a call. Uh, they cater. They do pretty much everything. 502-265-1320 as well. Um, let, make sure you let them know you heard about them on Derby City Game Day on 93.9 The Ville. The Supreme Pizza Nachos. Remember that night? Oh, Look, I'm sorry. Look. Chef, Chef is a mad scientist. He's back again. Oh, my gosh. That, I was Specialty like, pizzas. I mean, he talked about a, chi a chicken gumbo pizza. Like, oh come on! God. This man does everything. Well, first He's a of all, let's say this: in the, in the he is actually a chef. Let's let's yes. not uh, you know let this go without world mentioning renowned it. Chef. a world-renowned chef. Absolutely, look him up. You know, go to his website, go to his Facebook page, follow him, follow Chef's Cut Pizzeria. I miss him everywhere. It, Food Network. Listen, this man judging contests, judging all competitions. Over the world. He's a true. He's really a chef, and and, yes. and you can tell the garlic butter. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Look at I'm him. Done. Look at him. He's getting they too excited. Calm they down, make the Will. garlic butter in house. It's not something that they order and open up out of Calm a can. Calm down, man. Or it comes out of a packet or a little uh, uh, self serve cup. <laughs> they make it there, and it is insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. So so make sure you, you uh, holler at our folks at Chef's Cut, man. I definitely appreciate them coming on as a sponsor. Of course, if you want to reach out and become the next sponsor of the main event sports show uh, here on Derby City Game Day, of course, uh, reach out to us. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook at, uh, you know, or just search Main Event Sports Radio. Uh, you can uh, catch me at Rashawn. That's R-A-A-S-H-A-A-N uh, on Facebook, or excuse me, on uh, the Twitter uh, as well, at M-E Sports. Uh, you, you can also go to info at Main Event eventsports101.com and people let me uh i got i got 20 followers now which I, Please, I, i'm, I'm get, grateful get, get well okay. together man because i know this is gonna sound like a sally struthers <laughs> commercial but look i'm up from 13 over the summer feed me please yeah right <laughs> the, at, like the like kimbe said show the kids you care right at the sports domain <laughs> great accent the hardest 
Twitter handle you're gonna find in sports at this at the sports domain. Please follow me. So so please. so please uh, reach out to Will uh, <laughs> and, and just follow everything that Main Event Sports is doing. Uh, you know, if you want to grow your business, if you want to get your name out there, if you have uh, events coming up, uh, you know, you you want the Main Event Sports show to come out, uh, you know, live. You know, we can do we we do karaoke. We do it all. Oh, come on now, we, we do it all. But uh, you know, of course, we did take the trip down south last week. We took the Main Event Sports show show on the road. Tallahassee, one of our favorite trips. Uh, we like to get down there. Uh, FSU, uh, uh, Louisville, of course, FAMU, Southern. It went down. We d- we took in both. We're all about our HBCU, so we had to show a little love. Um, Your and, first HBCU Hey, game. let me tell you something. That was my first big-time HBCU event, and it was absolutely amazing. I mean, it was crazy. So just shout out to FAMU, Florida A&M Rattlers, put on a heck of a show. The food was amazing. The bands were amazing. The people were amazing. Like, the game literally ended, and everybody was still out there two hours later. Just, just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah, because that's now, the real The, the show. bands were still taking turns. <laughs> it was like 45 minutes after the game ended. The bands were still in the stands yes. taking turns. It was amazing. You've you never been up to the Classic? Yeah, the I have City not. Classic? I have or, not. Or, no, this was my K-State first time. game, homecoming? It, it was no. absolutely well, Louis, Louisville amazing. even had a Classic uh, yes. back yes, in the 90s a couple yes. of times. And it was sold out at Old Cardinal Stadium. It was do all of that. I know. Hey, let me tell you something. Sold out. It, it, it was, was live. It was sold out. Right. First couple was sold out. <laughs> It was it was a great time, but of course uh, we were down there to cover the Cardinals versus the Seminoles. Um, University what, of Louisville, about uh, twelve people in the stands. Yeah, it was it the uh, to say that the Seminole fans are disengruntled uh, with second year coach Willie Taggart uh, would be saying it uh, lightly. Um, like this was a game. No excitement in the city at like, all. Like, like this was a game. I was trying to figure out who needed the, who needed this game the most. Was it Willie? Or was it U of L? <laughs> I went down there thinking Louisville, but after seeing that crowd, Willie needed man, that win. Everybody badly. at the FAMU game asked us, like, who won? The FSU win. And these are not these are not FSU fans. They just <laughs> want to see Willie get fired. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that was the only reason they asked. was like, okay, good. He keep his job for another week. It was uh, – the attendance was so bad. Well, I, I'm yeah. going to say this. And, I mean, uh, an 80,000-seat stadium, and there was probably 25 to 30. There were more yeah, people yeah. at FAMU Southern. Well, that's cool. But they listen, showed up to FSU okay. Louisville. And, and and I mean my my allegiance to Willie is obvious, you know. I, I definitely I'm a, I'm a hilltopper uh, by heart and by education. Um, the, the this is his second season. I mean, my goodness, what I mean is this where we're really gonna stay? I mean, I know this is where we're at. I get that, but is this where we're gonna stay? Hey, his second with, with four games into his second season, and people's calling for his job. When you're coaching at a national championship program, it's just different, man. Okay, I, yeah, I mean, well, you know, you, you had uh, you know the coach Brown. Uh, before he got booted out of Texas, you know he was winning. Mac Brown was winning ten games a year, yeah. and they kicked him it out because he wasn't winning championships. As was Les Miles, and, and Florida, Florida State was the same way. Well, Les, Les Miles because they beat Alabama, and that's why he got at kicked LSU, out. LSU, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's just one of those things when you're at a program like that. Uh, you know, going two and ten or, or three and nine, what they were last year, and then coming out of the block and being one and two coming into a game versus Louisville, the fans just weren't happy with it. Um, so, you know, the Florida State did get the win. They got out to the huge twenty-one nothing lead, and then of course Louisville went on the twenty-four point run, uh, got up twenty-four twenty-one before everybody knows uh, the interceptions thrown. Florida State, uh, you know, the Louisville has the uh, blown coverage uh, and ends up with the touchdown. We all remember that. Everybody's talked about it. They've talked about it at nauseum here on. 939 uh, 680 as well. Um, so what I want to know, um, just in terms, uh, it, it, well, I'm gonna give you my impression first. Okay, the thing that I was upset about when I watched that game was that this was the first time that the University of Louisville coaching staff came out very passive and coaching scared. In, in my wait, opinion, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I thought they were scared. Are you talking against? I'm talking about uh, Coach Satterfield. I'm whoa, talking whoa, about whoa. Coach Brian Brown. Yeah, I defense, thought yeah. they, they came very... out very conservative. They were playing not to get beat. Uh-oh. They were, you know, lining up your defensive backs 15 to 20 yards off the ball, basically allowing Florida State to just march down the field at will in the first quarter. I thought that the offense was very unimaginative. I thought they were afraid to allow um, uh, Malik Cunningham to throw the football. Um, and basically just ran the ball three times and punted over and over whoa, and over again. Whoa. It was a very passive game plan. This but then what we saw in the second quarter was Louisville say, you know what? They made the we're down 21 nothing. So if we don't start playing you know, and, and just get after it, we're going to get destroyed 
by a bad football team. And they literally came out there, flipped it, they got aggressive, they rolled up their corners and started playing press man coverage. Uh, offensively, they started to allow Malik Cunningham to throw the football. Next thing you know, Louisville took over that game. And what could have been a very big-time win, uh, unfortunately ended up in a loss because they had the late miscues in the fourth quarter. Um, but I think that the coaching staff learned a lesson. You can't worry about the name on the front of the jersey. I understand that Florida State is a program of prestige. I understand that they have national champions hanging there in the wings. And they but got you got four-star, five-star athletes at every position. They did not have. But you have to play the game absolutely. to win. And I, 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 agree I don't you. think they did that in the first quarter. Well, well, look, I'm going to just say this because I'm just shocked that you're saying anything negative about Hey, I keep it real. The one thing well, about well, me, well, I'm going to keep I mean, it real, yeah, Will. Yeah, I mean, but this time a couple of weeks ago, you were kind of flossing your teeth with Satisfield Jockstrap. So, I mean, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I just want to make sure that there's not any, uh, you know what I'm saying? Is is the is it uh, is the home crumbling? I mean, you know. Absolutely not. No, okay, I still love Coach Satterfield, and he is absolutely a okay, superstar in the making. Sure, man. But you yeah. know what? I'm going to call a spade a spade. And at the end of the day, he came out and he coached scared in that first because quarter. Because I would never he say anything bad about Phil Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> never. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know what? I, I think they learned a lesson. I think they gave too much respect to Florida State, and it ended up getting them hit in the mouth. Well, the first touchdown was because they had the safety, no, they had the quarterback back. <laughs> 20 yards off the line of scrimmage, the wide receiver catches a five-yard hitch, and there's like another 10 yards before anybody comes close to touching him. Florida State and scored he, 21 going. points without having to throw a ball more than five yards down the field. Okay, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what happened. So, you know, they were a little scared. They got burned. They came back, which showed that this is not the same team from last year. They did not quit. They did not lay down. I give them all the credit in the world for coming back, and I think they're going to get better because of that. Because I think moving forward, we will see a much more aggressive tone we saw from fight. here on out. We saw That was fight. Yes. That wasn't just effort. Effort is when you maintain it. That was fight. Like, okay, we're down, but we're not out. We're going to fight back. Hey, and I tell you what, we talked about our, our, our Facebook line, and we're on Facebook Live right now here with Main Event Sports. And our man Dana Davis uh, was checking in. He said, it's not all about uh, in the wins and the losses. It's how you lose. Some performances can definitely reveal some coaching deficiencies. And I think that the coaches had to learn something. I totally agree with you, Dana, in regards to that. Um, but I, I think that the way that they turned it around and the way they kind of got it together um, showed the character and it revealed the character of the coaching staff as well as the players on well, there. They did not. Lay down. It's, to me, it's, it's also revealed something else, and that is this team has yet to play a full game. Right yes. now, Louisville has been playing about thirty-five, about thirty-five minutes, thirty-five maybe forty minutes every game. Yes, and then they lose focus for like those other twenty minutes. If Louisville can maintain focus for at least forty-five to fifty minutes, they could be three and one. Right? I mean, yeah, three and one right now. But they, they keep losing focus. And you saw that against uh, Florida State. Florida State comes back. Yes, we throw a pick when we could have put the game away. Yes. But then you have some mental errors and some mental breakdowns on the very next drive that allows Florida State an easy touchdown to take the lead. And Louisville never quite got their mojo back. But it was mostly mental errors. Guys blitzing were not supposed to blitz. Guys attacking the wrong gap. They just and they just lost like that focus. focus. I, I believe that they felt that the game was in hand. They had basically shut down the Florida State offense for, by and large, most of two and a half quarters. And I just think they relaxed a little bit. So, I, like I said, it, it's a learning process. Um, I think these guys have found that taste for success. They came out, they showed very well against the Notre Dame team that went out and gave Georgia everything they wanted. I mean, let's not – people wanted to say that, you know – well, is, is Notre Dame really good? Because Louisville really did hang with them for a long time, and they really were right there. Well, I think Notre Dame showed how good they were with how they played against Georgia uh, between the hedges. Like, I, I think that that can be put to rest. Notre Dame is a very good football team. They are. And, and Louisville was right there with them. Uh, you know, if they don't have the, the mistake at the end of the Once first again, half. if they don't lose focus. It's a tie football game at halftime. So I think that Louisville has shown – who they are as a team. I think that this coaching staff has proven who they are as a staff and what they can do in terms of improvement. So now it's what you're going to do about it. What are you going to do when you go out there next week versus Boston College, a team that has maybe the worst defense in the ACC? Are you going to put the beat down on them and get that first ACC win? I think the season starts next week, in my opinion. It does start next week, and that's when you really have to turn things around. That's when you really have to show focus. But number one, you got to get guys healthy. Yes. And having Jawan pass hurt, having Malik Cunningham get hurt on a very last play of the game, literally just trying to just run around and just make something happen and just throw the chuck the ball downfield. 
and get tackled and kind of spring his up was I believe his ankle. Yes, uh, he had to get carted off the field, but apparently he's walking around. He yeah, was in he, flip flops. He was in flip flops uh, last night. Yeah, you know, no, no brace, no could. nothing. So he yeah. is, he was good. So he's good to go. But man, you just have to figure out how to focus. You have the scheme. You got the guys that can pretty much carry the scheme as, as well as they're going to carry this year. But they have to find a way to focus. Now, this reminds me a lot of Charlie Strong's first year when he came in and took over for Cragthorpe. And they threw in some clunkers that first season. He was like, why are they losing to these guys? Like, yeah, I, I yeah. don't get it. But, you know, you take your bumps as you relearn how to win, as you relearn how to focus. So hopefully they can get that focus together. They can turn the ship around. And I think they can still make a bowl game. It's going to be difficult. This game. this I, I think they can do it. This game next Saturday is going to tell the tale. At 1230 uh, at uh, Cardinal Stadium, that's going to tell the tale on what happens with Louisville this season. It is a must win if they want to go bowling. They have to beat Boston College. And by the way, next weekend, you all can catch us here on 93.9 DeVille at 10 a.m. That's right. We'll be broadcasting early due to the pregame show. We're so the pre pregame show. We we will be the pre pregame show. So we'll be waking you up. Absolutely, I will not be real. here. As I will be in Tallahassee, Florida, going back to watch FAMU's homecoming. Because nice. Let me let me tell you guys something. If you've never been to FAMU's homecoming or a FAMU football game, the next time you go to Tallahassee and FAMU is playing at the same time FSU, go. I'm telling Absolutely. you, go. You will enjoy yourself. There were more people. I mean, the stadium was packed. There was like 30,000 people inside the stadium. There were about another 10,000 people outside the stadium with the vendors and, you know, the music playing, the bands, all the great Southern food. I'm telling you, you that is an experience you do not want to miss. Hey, you tell no lies. I promise you, uh, it's ab- it was absolutely amazing. The food was amazing. I like. I, I know I keep talking about the food first before I talk about the football. And <laughs> we're hungry, else, but let me tell you we're something. Hungry. The food vendors <laughs> out there were absolutely amazing. So big shout out to FAMU, uh, the, the FAMU family, and everything that they did. Um, of course, the, the great folks at Dope Campbell Stadium there at FSU took right. care of us as well. I uh, really appreciate that. But you know what? We're gonna go ahead and hit this second break, and then when we get back. We're going to talk about a couple of former University of Louisville quarterbacks. Man. Lamar Big Action games this Jackson. weekend. Big games Teddy Bridgewater. What? Stand up. Hey, you're listening to Derby City Game Are Day. Are the Raiders for real? <laughs> hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, you're listening to Derby City Game Day, 93.9 DeVille, and uh, we'll be back. Sports Show Derby City Game Day coming to you live from the palatial studios of 93.9 The Ville, ESPN Louisville. What's up, man? You know, we got this last segment coming up, so we have to talk a little NFL action because, man, we got some big games. Hey, by the way, uh, we, coming we just, up, we just big had games. The, the, the text on there said uh, they love they love the music. So. Oh, well, thank you. Thank w- you. W- once again, the DJ, the personal DJ <laughs> of the Derby City Game Day. Mr. William Wright taking care of oh, us today. You. Thank Willie you. Lee. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I just had to input that. But absolutely, we got huge, huge games coming up this weekend. Uh, NFL, college. Is no, Kentucky no, going to no. lose again? <laughs> Hopefully. I Man, look. I don't want to laugh. I don't mean to laugh at him and the team. We certainly hope turmoil, so. But uh, is, no, uh, I told you, and I'm not trying to <laughs> go on a tangent, <laughs> but I told as simple as I can say it, if, in fact, Stoops was capable of coaching a mediocre team to success. He would have already done it because that's all he's ever had aside from last year were mediocre teams. Okay, keep going. No, no, no. We don't have to go into the UK. Let's get back on topic. I feel like it's a season on the brink. If they lose at South Carolina this week, they'll be two and three, and that ball might start rolling downhill, man. Well, good, because these are two games that that 
they should win. I mean, and they they usually collapse in the second half of the season. That's what he used to do. He used to come out. This is going nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be five, like five, five and, and one. one. That was their thing. And then just lose every other game. <laughs> every yeah. game after that, because like Mississippi State, that's a that's a game they they should have won, which they lost. And they got handled. They I come know. out five and one. And, and South Carolina we the game five and seven. It's not. South Carolina's not very really good. They're not a good team. Hey, Kentucky's been like two the past three years. Big Blue Nation. All I'm gonna say is y'all y'all better win it this weekend. Man, losing their quarterback. Yeah, uh, t- Terry Wilson going down just completely changed the fortunes of that team. Like I'm looking at the TV on the yeah. screen behind you all. They're highlighting Teddy right now. And oh they boy. still, for some reason, they're still trying to throw the ball all the time. Why? You got two good no, no, running backs. No, no, no. Well, look, look here's studs. what we're not going to do. Here, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Here's what we're not going to do. Talk about UK. Let's get back <laughs> on topic. Let's get back on topic. Hey, so you, as we were saying, we have some big <laughs> games coming up. We have... A lot to celebrate here in the city of Louisville with Teddy touchdown and his first start since he was injured. Uh, or his second start? Second start. Are you sure about that? Yes. He started last week. No, he, no, no. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, this, this will be his second start. This, yeah, this, this will be, be second. his second. But I'm talking about the game last his, week. Yeah, he got his first, it was start his first start on the road at Seattle. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, man, yeah. amazing game. Amazing game. I'm so happy for Teddy. I told you all, this is, this man is the smart. Now, his athleticism may not match his wits and his intelligence. But in my opinion, Teddy Bridgewater is the smartest quarterback you said. to ever line up behind a center. Wow, ever? Like of anybody? Ever. ever. Better than Peyton Manning? Listen. Better Johnny than Tom Brady? Listen. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say this. Wow. He is the smartest quarterback. Randall Cunningham? Smartest. Warren Moon. He's going to do that. Wow. <laughs> ever. No, I'm the other one. Remember when uh, Randall Cunningham was on, uh, what was it, Martin? Derby City yeah. Game Day, where Somebody, we give you all the hot you, takes you can handle. Warren Moon? He said, no, I'm the other one. <laughs> no, <laughs> But no, dude, his intelligence is uh, is just insane. And I, I ran into one of his former receivers last night. Yes. Uh, Mr. Scott, Scott Radcliffe. Scott Radcliffe, who can pl- – well, he, I, don't, I don't say that he agrees with me saying ever, <laughs> but he agrees with me in terms of – how intelligent this yeah, young man is. a high football And, we, and, we, and we, we're going to try to get uh, Mr. Radcliffe in on the show, at least on a call in, so he can tell us more about the behind-the-scenes experience with Teddy Bridgewater. But, uh, look, uh, again, let's let's keep it going about what we got coming up t- tomorrow with, 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 with our uh, former U of L athletes, Teddy well, Bridgewater and Lamar I, well, Jackson. I, I just want to say this. about Let's not discount what Teddy did last week. Going on the road, handing Pete Carroll his first ever loss in the month of September as the coach of the Seahawks. Seahawks had never lost at home in September. Okay, so for Teddy to go on the road and to do what he did in literally taking apart the Seahawks defense and just picking apart that secondary was amazing. So I, I don't want to gloss over that. I mean, Teddy that, was amazing last, last week. Last week was a, was a complete game by the Saints. So one of their first complete games where they the defense contributed with the touchdown. You had the special teams contributing. And then Teddy gets going in the second half. Because Teddy kind of got off to like a yeah, little, little rough start. No, no but, the but offensive one, line got, got going, off to a rough start. Yeah, they, 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 they were dominated. But once they got going. It was once, amazing. You know, once that mojo's kind of kicked up, man, you could see that. Teddy was better than Saints, Russell Wilson in that game, yeah, the, the second Saints, half of that the game. The Saints going to be okay. Really? I was mean, he? It's, I mean, it's crazy. Like, really. I, it was amazing. I, I, mean, I, I was shocked. Hey, I wasn't. See, I, that's the difference. I wasn't. <laughs> hey, I wasn't. Know, I have no doubt. And, like, Teddy is one of – I have no doubt that he was going to be successful. But to come out in your first start – on the road at Seattle. I thought that was about as bad as it could have gotten in terms of a matchup. You know, it's, they had to face um, a very difficult opponent last week when he came in after Drew Brees goes down with the injury, uh, and then to come out this week and then having the Cowboys next week, which, of course, is now this coming Sunday. I just thought it was set up for him to maybe have some rough uh, start. And, you know, if a guy gets off to a rough start, then maybe it kind of snowballs uh, the rest of the season. But for him to come out there, get that win on the road Reverse at the Seattle – um, if he can come out here on Sunday Night Football and speaking of Sunday and Night find Football, a way, that's going to be a big game to get uh, a win against, against the the Cowgirls, the most hated hey, Dallas hey, Cowboys. Hey, hey, hey. Who's just one of Dallas Cowboys? The Cowgirls. Who's just one of Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> the Cowboys got it going so really? far. Now, now, granted, this is going to be Dallas's first real test. I was going to ask you who, who, did, first, who did Dallas play the first? Yeah, the first three games three against weeks? bums. This is actually going to be like their first real test to see if Dak Prescott really is as good as he's been the first three weeks of the season. Now, personally, I think he's just kind of like a game manager and not really a quarterback that can throw you the win. 
to me, that team is all about Ezekiel Elliott. Absolutely. If Zeke gets going, it's going to be a long day for the Saints. And plus, Dallas' defense is actually halfway decent. Well, let me say this. So this, this is going to be a great game. This is going to be a great test for not only Teddy – it's going to be a great test for Dak. Hey, my, my, my man, uh, Five Dog, checked in. Uh, he said uh, they better let Teddy throw the ball downfield this week. I agree with well, you. You're going to have to loosen up that let, defense. Let me say this, and I know you talking, you you diehard talking heads. always like to make your predictions and then yes. celebrate once you're right. Well, I got a prediction for you all. Teddy Bridgewater is going to show out in all of these games that he starts in replace of Drew Brees. Drew Brees is going to come back and have a lackluster game and get pulled at halftime. Oh, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to be reinserted wow. to become their permanent starting quarterback. Man, that's hey, that's like that's like extra. Bold. That may not be the initial yeah, game. Hard, his right? initial comeback. Let him come back and have one or two lackluster games after Bridgewater has showed out these last several games. It's a wrap because we know we know the business side of the well, sport. Well, I, I was going to say like if he's he, going to get if, yanked, if he pulls a Tom Brady, and you know, of course, Tom Brady came on when Drew Bledsoe went down with injury, and Brady was excellent. And by the time Bre- uh, Dr- Bledsoe, Bledsoe came back, like, Drew who? he couldn't get his there it is. starting spot back. Listen. I mean, so if Teddy come out, let's say Teddy goes six and zero. I'm not saying that he is, but if if he goes five and one or six and zero, at that point, if you're Sean Payton, do you make a change? Listen. I told you all at Honestly, the beginning of the season. I said if Bridgewater gets a chance, y'all are like, no. You man, said it. Breeze is, Breeze is, <laughs> I was like, okay, watch. I mean, he's a he's a world you champion quarterback. Yeah, I know. I, I, he's I'm gonna say Bowl. this. I know. I know. When wow. Breeze comes back, it's gonna be. So I did Eli think, Manning. So did Eli Manning. Okay, the, for the timeout. He won two Super Bowls. Time Where's out, he at? No now? timeout. I'm gonna stop right there. Eli Manning is nowhere near as good as Breeze. I, he just, all he brought up was Super Bowls. Yeah. Drew Brees just, had an MVP season I'm last going year. Super Bowl for Super Bowl. MVP uh, level he said, season. He won Super Bowl. So did, so did Eli Manning. But Where's Brees he has at? more wins. He, all he said was he won the Super Bowl. He won two. And, and, he's okay. still, and I'll say this. He's still at the top of his game. I mean, he had one Eli of his Manning. best seasons okay. in his career last year. I'm just pointing out the fact that that doesn't matter. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, so it, it, this is definitely a results-based league. It's about wins and losses. Um, so we'll have to see. Uh, what happens with that? Now on the other side, the other former University of Louisville quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Man, Lamar Action uh, Jackson fell a little bit short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road at Kansas City. Thanks for the call. Tough um, game though, and, and still put on a amazing performance. And let me say this: there were Kansas City <laughs> defenders in the locker room bragging about Lamar Jackson to the press. Oh yeah, yeah. Those I, 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 I've and never I can't really recall heard his name. The, the opponent talking about yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The he, was, like he was getting interviewed. And one of the other defenders, and I can't recall the names. He he literally comes from his locker to chime in. He said, "Yeah, Lamar put me in a blender." In a I'm blender. Like, wow. He said, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> who, who y'all talking about, Lamar Jack? Like, like, you know, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He got me too, man. This was the. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, like he, he broke somebody's ankles on the run. Uh, I'm talking about came to a complete stop, stared him in his face, and said, "Uh," and shook him. <laughs> oh hey, my dude gosh. fell down. Dude, dude him twice. Fell down. It dude was, missed him twice. Lamar Jackson is definitely gaining him some fans across listen, the NFL. Listen. I, I will say that. Real. Of the and other I, teams. And, and, and I, I will also say, since I am now a talking head, yes. there was one person who said that if they were a general manager, Lamar Jackson would be the number one overall pick of last year's draft. That was me, oh, by I the mean, way. That's absolutely. Yeah. Well, mean, no, 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 no. We say absolutely now. This no, is all, no, no, was, no, hold tight. Hold tight. Everybody was not saying that. Uh, no, okay, no. well, first, uh, inside the main event sports show, don't don't put don't. No, don't no, no I'm not saying that. Okay, but we're not going to say absolutely clarify. like that was a consensus yeah, with everybody. Baker Mayfield at, at five foot ten, you know, five if, foot if, ten and a half, being selected over, uh, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. I'm not talking about Baker Mayfield. Three, I'm talking about athlete. everybody. Oh, absolutely. He would have been if I were if if I had the number one pick last year, Lamar Jackson. I mean, let's been. just go back to you know Sam Darnold and, and Rosen and, well, no, and but, Baker but, but, Mayfield, but and let's look at the quarterbacks and no, how they performed. I'm looking at so everybody that was picked. No, but time Josh the Allen. Round. I mean, just, Josh Allen's not just the quarterback, best quarterback. And he's Not just the quarterbacks. I'm talking about everybody. Oh no, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, he was one of the greatest college football players of all time. So and, to not and pick and him, I continue no, to, so to not pick no, him. No, but was here's insane. the thing, though. Same for Bridgewater in no, his draft. No, but here's the thing. Do people? There's only certain teams that really could have honestly picked Lamar Jackson because their offensive systems would have stymied what Lamar does best, and that's the issue. Like if he would have gone to Cleveland, the offense they run does not match. Well, Lamar does well, change your well, offense. I, I, then. All the I think Jets about will change the, your offense. Then but, that's what but I. Here's the, but here's the thing, though. But not many NFL teams 
are willing to change the offensive well, scheme. To, and that's why they miss out on a once-in-a-lifetime yeah, or once-in-a-generation once type of did. player. But that's what made the Ravens so special because the Ravens completely changed their offense yeah. for I Lamar just, Jackson. I just think back to when that's Lamar – from the jump. Once he, got <laughs> oh, picked, <laughs> once he got picked with the 32nd pick in the first round and he goes and interviews with Deion Sanders and he, you saw the look on his face and he said, I guarantee you the Baltimore Ravens is going to get a Super Bowl out of me. You can believe that. And you look at the look on his face, and you saw how upset he was. But he got picked over by every team in the NFL. Every single. I was shocked. That the Pittsburgh Ravens traded back into the first round. Man, and I was shocked that Pittsburgh. He's basically going to take that out, and you know who he's going to take it out on this week? The Cleveland Browns. You can go Man. ahead and talk me up. The Man. Baltimore Ravens are going to dog walk. The Pittsburgh Cleveland. Steelers was one of those teams that I felt had an offense that, that would have matched him. what, and not just an Lamar offense, but well. an entire. Attitude, system. Yeah. The, the everything system. about Pittsburgh. Not that we don't like the fit at the Ravens, because I don't think that could have been a perfect. When, when you're looking back on it, looking it's at the, the way it's now, best fit, best for fit. Him. But I was so shocked that Pittsburgh passed over, especially him. now that Ben Roethlisberger was going to be Man. gone for almost the entire season. Right. Well, you got hey. Mason Rudolph, who's who's a bum. Who? Thank you. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Steelers went from a playoff contender, maybe could challenge the Ravens. To win their division, to now a team that's like, we, we got to draft a quarterback. Yeah, huh? I mean, it, it was a lot of hate around both of our, our loved quarterbacks here at the University of Louisville. You know, I don't know if it's because Louisville's not one of the you know great blue well, blood no, no, no. programs. Like, like I tell my but kids, you know all the time. what? It is what it is. Teddy is yeah. going to have his opportunity versus the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. Lamar is an absolute star in the making. I've heard plenty of people talking now that saying that he is one of the futures of the NFL. Dude. While it's he was ignored honestly, all the offseason. Honestly. So I'm excited between about Between an NFL right now, and if you look at if you look at all the young quarterbacks, it's Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Those guys are like the future. I mean, that's it. I mean, those guys are the future of the league. Absolutely. And, and Patrick Mahomes, I'll have to give the edge over. Hey Lamar man, Jackson Patrick Mahomes is a monster. He's a beast. He's a monster. No, He's a I beast. completely agree. You know what? So let's go ahead and, and uh, I know we we're, we're heading up to the last. Yeah, we're not the doing a big let's dummy go. this week. No, 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 no. no, no. It's, it's no. been a big. It's been no. a good week. No, no, no. Have it's a big dummy. A, I have a big dummy. No, no, no. But it's been a good no, week, man. A, no, 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 no. How, how about look, 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 How about we just take this week as what it was? It's been a good week, man. Absolutely, Jim Harbaugh. You're still my big dummy for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what they say. Jim Harbaugh, you're a big dummy for the week. Yeah, hey, that's your, because that's, that's your coaching decisions cost the Ravens no, no, a chance no, no. to beat the Chiefs. I don't agree with that, but it's been a good week, man. Hey, so 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 Both picks. the Harbaugh's are big dummies. Who? One for Michigan, one for the Ravens. So now, now before we go, uh, we got somebody picks. in on the text line saying, looking forward to watching UK lose on a misfield goal by the Cats <laughs> from the 35-yard line. Dilly dilly. I, I, I agree with you on that. I'm absolutely down. I'm down with that. Uh so, yeah, I, I'm guessing everybody's picking South Carolina to beat Kentucky this yes. week. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, uh, me as well. Um, New Orleans? New Orleans. At, at, uh, at anybody. New Orleans. He's taking the Saints? <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Yeah, that's of a shocker you. there. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think Teddy Bridgewater's going to get it done. I think that Dallas has been playing against some soft competition. I think Teddy's going to get it done. He's going 2-0 Nice. To I would love it. Uh, Ravens? Uh, Browns? Ravens all the way. Uh, the Browns are collapsing. Like, Ravens by like 14. Yes, indeed. Uh, I think that the uh, Ravens are going to get it done as well. I think Lamar Jackson is real, and uh, I'm tired of Baker Mayfield's mouth. Just, I'm so just, sick of you it. You know what, Baker? You're a good player. Just please shut up and play no, football. You know, Baker keeps He's talking. not a good player. I love yeah, running your mouth. It. They need that machismo in Cleveland. Keep it up. I love you, Baker Mayfield. You're my <laughs> dude. Browns. I love the Browns. Johnny Manziel 2.0. I love Cleveland because that was my grandfather's team. That's the only reason I like Cleveland. So, yeah, just lose respectfully. That's all I can say, Cleveland. <laughs> hey, and you know what? It's they just a, showed it. Look, they showed the shit. They just showed it. <laughs> it. It is about that time, man. The hour goes so fast when you're having fun. Yes, indeed. I appreciate everybody chiming in on Facebook Live. I appreciate all the interaction. Of course, if you want to get at us, like I said, reach out, maineventsports101.com, or reach out us, uh, out us on Twitter, at Rashawn, R-A-A-S-H-A-A-N, or at M-E Sports. Um, or, of course, like I said, if you want to sponsor with the Main Event Sports Show, info. I-N-F-O at MainEventSports101.com And Haven, like we like to end every week Without any struggle There is no progress Peace